I just had a birthday and holy wow, I am officially 33 years old and approaching my mid-30s. That is wild. Corey and I spent a few hours the other night going through old photos from when we first started dating over 12 years ago, and it's crazy to look back on that time of life, how we looked, what we did, the growth we hadn't experienced yet, the future that lay before us. It made me feel hopeful for the girl that I was in those photos, and it made me even more excited for the future that lay ahead of me now. But my birthday also provided a great opportunity to pause and reflect on this past year specifically, and it's been a wild one. From selling our first home, to buying a house in El Salvador, to prepping another house for rental, to driving to El Salvador with our three dogs and a trailer, to countless issues turned adventures upon arrival, emotional growth, discomfort and transformation, salsa dancing, sunsets, and motorcycle rides, this year has been full of experience and growth. So today, I'd like to share with you my top three lessons from my 33rd year and moving abroad to El Salvador. Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine-to-five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July podcast. Just real quick before we get started, I have something that you are going to love. It's a free resource on budgeting, and I realize that budgeting may not feel like the sexiest topic, but across the board, it is the number one way to get started in truly taking control and mastering your money. And once you start incorporating into your life, it is honestly a lot of fun. So grab my free resource at jessicatoller.com slash what's my budget. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Again, that's jessicatoller.com slash what's my budget. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. Lesson number one, in many ways, people all over the world are alike. You know, I stopped watching the news about 10 years ago, and sometimes when I tell people that, they express genuine shock. How do you know what's going on in the world, they will ask me. And the truth is, if it's important enough, someone will tell me. But beyond that, I find that usually whatever the news is saying and my actual experience in the world generally do not align. Therefore, I do not trust the news. I'd rather save mental space for the things that I know to be true based on my own experience in the real world, as well as the things that are within my control. So on that note, a few years ago, I stumbled upon a meditation from a man named Michael Beckwith that really put it well. He says something along the lines of, the news shows you the lowest common denominator. If you watch the news, you're going to think everyone in the world is out to get you, to hurt you, rob you, and kidnap you, but that's simply not true. Most people in the world want the same thing. They want a peaceful life to make sure their kids are okay and to go to sleep feeling safe. I deeply felt this 
this past year with our move to El Salvador, starting with our drive down to El Salvador from Texas, going through Mexico and Guatemala. If you do an online search or hear almost anything on the news about El Salvador, Mexico, and Guatemala, horrifying things will pop up. And based on that, Corey and I had many family and friends express genuine concern for us, and we told them we planned to drive to El Salvador with our three dogs and a trailer full of stuff. There were moments when I really reconsidered and almost decided not to do it. I mean, look up any of those three countries and and tell me what you find. It's really, really scary. (laughs) But then I remembered the Michael Beckwith meditation, and I remembered that I truly believe in my heart that that is the real way of the world, that most people are not out to harm one another. Of course, there are some, and it's the same in the United States, but in my own personal experience, whether in the U.S. or anywhere else in the world I visited, 95% of the people I've come into contact with are just normal people. Most of them are even kind, but none of that 95% have tried to hurt me. So it was based on that belief that I ultimately decided to go through with the road trip to El Salvador, and I'm so glad I did. It was such a fun adventure that Corey and I now get to remember as a precious memory that we will treasure forever. And I'm a natural introvert anyway, but when you don't speak the language, when you don't speak the same language as somebody else in different countries, it puts you in a position of observation. And simply sitting and just watching people because of the communication barrier, really just observing people during the drive down here and as well as since we started living here has really been incredible. The laughter you'll see, the hugging, the playing, the excitement, it's amazing how much you can understand without even comprehending the words being spoken. There are so many, but let me tell you about one of my favorite memories since moving to El Salvador. One day, our friends invited us to a little beach barbecue party on the night of a meteor shower. And after serving us some delicious food and rum with fresh cut strawberries floating among the ice, we hung out for a little while. We made broken conversations with the sweet elders with the little Spanish we knew, and they smiled shyly at us when it got awkward because we'd run out of words. Again, it's amazing, strangely, how a communication barrier can help you become closer to people because, you know, it's incredible what nervous laughter can communicate and the empathy it can bring with it. So sometimes you don't even need words at all. Suddenly, one of the kids saw a meteor streak across the sky, and they squealed with laughter. They lay on their back in the sand with their parents, and slowly, more and more people wandered over and lay down in the sand. And before long, the entire party was sprawled out in a giant pile, howling with laughter every time another star went shooting across the sky. It was such a special night, and it warms my heart to think back on that. The simple joy of being around others, enjoying their company, and experiencing nature. Go anywhere in the world, and I bet you'll find something similar. People wanting to be around one another, laugh, and experience something special together. Lesson number two. Be kind to your body, and it will be kind to you. This quote comes from a beautiful, kind soul we cross paths with here in El Salvador. Her name is Lisa, and originally from Portugal, she spent the last eight years traveling the world, teaching yoga, and giving the best massages you could imagine. She actually spent her career in banking, and she is a lovely example that it's never too late to change your life if you want to. If you've traveled, you know when you visit new places, there are all kinds of local goodies to try. The different foods and flavors and methods of cooking are one of the great gifts of travel. 
while moving to a new country in many ways feels like being on a long vacation. And there are all kinds of treats we've been trying here more regularly than I would care to admit. And in many cases, we have paid for it. Also, finding a new healthy routine has been somewhat difficult. Coming from Austin, Texas, a place where we went to a fancy fitness club multiple times a week with whatever equipment we wanted, classes, a sauna, and a pool, it's been interesting and a bit difficult to find our way here. But I've learned to pay attention to my body and what it needs. I know when I eat bread, I get headaches. I know when I eat sugar, I get tired. I know when I'm on the computer too much, my eyes hurt. And I know when I don't sleep enough, I'm more likely to eat crap. And more than anything, I've learned about burnout. Sure, there are events and parties and things to attend here, but one of the beautiful things about this area is that there's not always a whole lot going on. In Austin, it seems like there was some event we could go to every single night of the week, whether it was live music or a cryptocurrency meetup or whatever. But here, it's not that often, which is a good thing because it frees up time. But for me, it can be dangerous because with more free time, I tend to over-rotate into my work. In May, I worked myself into a bad case of burnout where I ended up sick and had no motivation whatsoever for two months as a result. So after that experience in particular, I remembered Lisa's words and used them as a mantra. Be kind to your body and it will be kind to you. With those words echoing in my mind more regularly these days, it's been easier to prioritize a balanced lifestyle with a heavy focus on healthy eating, rest and relaxation, and movement. And yes, some work, but not too much. And lesson number three, the only thing you can plan on for sure is to plan on your plan not going according to plan. (laughs) This was the hardest lesson for me because you know I'm type A and I love a good plan. But from the moment we pulled out of our driveway in Austin to begin our road trip from Texas to El Salvador, almost nothing went according to plan. If you haven't heard the full story of our road trip through Central America, it's a good one, and I will link to it in the show notes. But even on that very first day, we left before dawn to get to the Mexico border at sunrise, only to be told that we could not enter for reasons I still cannot fully understand. We spent four hours going back and forth with the Mexican border agents and ultimately had to drive five hours east to another border crossing. So the entire first day of our trip was spent just driving around Texas. We never actually made it into Mexico. Another big thing that didn't work out the way we'd planned was our rental house in Austin. We spent six months and thousands of dollars getting it ready to Airbnb while we were here in El Salvador. And the company we hired to manage it for us said that based on typical occupancy of the area where our house is, the size of the home and relative rates that we would be making a sizable profit somewhere in the ballpark of $100,000 annually. $100,000 annually would have been more than enough to cover all of the expenses of that home, pay the management fee to the management company, and then have some money left over to live here in El Salvador. However, after six months, the home was performing at only 25% of their projections. They said the market was simply too saturated. And at 25% performance, Corey and I were bleeding money. That certainly wasn't enough money to cover the cost of that house. And because our cash flow from our businesses is quite low, there were many months where we had to use our emergency fund and ultimately sell some investments we weren't planning to sell to cover the costs of that house. As an aside, this is one example of the importance of having an emergency fund and also in investing in a variety of different assets. Without our emergency fund and the investments, we would have had to take out a loan with interest to pay for these unexpected expenses. 
And if we couldn't have gotten a loan for whatever reason, then we would have been at risk of losing that house. So I cannot overstate the importance of an emergency fund and diversified investments. This is only one lesson among many throughout the course of our lives, but it's an important one. In any case, financially, we could not sustain running our home in Austin as an Airbnb. We needed more reliable income. So we pivoted and ended up leasing it to long-term tenants who will be there at least 12 months. This also means we'll be living in El Salvador longer than we originally planned. Our initial plan was to be here for six months, and at the time of recording this, we will be staying in El Salvador at least a year and a half. Other than that, every day here there are unexpected surprises as I've come to think of them. A few highlights include the electricity going off a lot more regularly than back home in the States. If it happens at night, we've learned how to cook with flashlights and candles and headlamps on our gas stove. And if it happens during the day, I've learned how to keep making progress on my work without the internet or how to take that as a signal that I need to take the day off. When our refrigerator broke, it took two months to fix and something's wrong with one of our septic tanks right now. So we can't really use our master bathroom, which means we have to use the outdoor shower and toilet. (laughs) So from roof leaks to vehicle importation issues to the night Corey accidentally snapped off a wall pipe at midnight and nearly flooded the house, unexpected things happen almost every day, especially here. I used to let that stuff get under my skin and stress me out, and truthfully, sometimes I still do. I'm not perfect, but I found if I can shift my mindset to think of these things as an adventure and something I will look back one day on and laugh at, it really helps change my perspective and overall experience. More than anything, I've learned that adaptability is key. Those who go with the flow will not only have an easier time overall, but much more fun, and I am working to be one of them. The big picture is this. This year has been one for the books. People from all over the world have gone out of their way to be kind to us, and it is my hope that we've returned the favor. All in all, the big takeaway from this year for me is be willing to help others and be willing to help yourself. Whether it's giving someone else the benefit of the doubt, choosing health for yourself, or deciding to go with the flow and be adaptable, every moment is a chance to make the next best choice. In the spirit of helping others and helping yourself, I have a gift for you to celebrate this special year of my life. I will be linking to every free resource I've ever created up until now in the show notes of this episode. These range from the usual budget calculator that I swear by, savings cheat sheets, and get-a-raise guides, to the less well-known travel-on-a-budget checklist, grocery and meal list for healthy eating and saving money, a quiz to see if you're ready to invest, And my current favorite, our new monthly financial report, where you can see the different assets we invest in and how much money each has generated for us. Those are just a few examples. You can see all of these and more in the show notes at jessicatolar.com slash 025. It's my hope that one or more of these free resources can help you make the next best choice right now and ultimately live a richer life. Financially, yes, but more importantly, a life full of health, deep fulfillment, and the freedom to do whatever it is that sets your soul on fire. Take this opportunity to help yourself and grab one or more of these free gifts in the show notes at jessicatolar.com slash 025. All right, well, this episode has been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me on a look back at my 33rd year and the lessons I've learned during it as we've moved abroad to El Salvador. I'll see you next time, and until then, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. 
congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatoller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.